0: And worldwide on irlonestar.com.
2: Good afternoon, everybody. It is Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We are here. It is Wednesday. This must mean it's noon.
1: And what a gorgeous Oh, my amazing gosh. Day it it's cool. Today. It's
2: so cool. It's I mean, nice. Annie walked out and walked back in the house to go get her hoodie.
1: Wow. I, I, don't, I can't really necessarily go the hoodie route yet, yeah, right, exactly. but it is, it's is—it's pretty fabulous outside. Exactly.
2: She's 17. We don't I count know. it. Yeah,
1: right. Uh, but yeah, it is pretty fabulous out there today. If we could it only is. like keep this weather around for a little bit longer, but I think we get to enjoy it today and tomorrow, and then back to, you know, humid, hot, you know, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. East Texas. East Texas. Anyway, it's, it's a great day to be here in downtown Conroe. I can't wait to get into the amazing guests that we have joining us today. Uh, but it has been a heck of a week, and uh, we've made it to hunt day, so we're almost there. I know. Almost halfway through.
2: Yeah, yep. 1230. 1230. That's our, that's that, our mark.
1: That's our, that is our marker. Yes, so uh, what's been going on, Mel?
2: Not a lot. Well, you know, it's all relative. I know. Um, it's, it's been, um, you know, gossip-wise, it's been real quiet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the star has been a little bit quiet. I know. I know.
2: So, but... The work has been plentiful it has so. been
1: plentiful and the activities and stuff have been oh. crazy you know we had the metro go texan uh, bowling tournament this past weekend mm-hmm, raised some mm-hmm. great dollars for um, our Conroe willis and woodlands students here right. in montgomery county so that was a lot of fun uh time to spare entertainment always does a really great job of hosting those types of events and uh, so we had a great successful event even if the you know after party wasn't so great <laughs> uh but, so have we
2: found out if it's totaled yet
1: uh no i find out today if it's oh, been totaled. Yeah. yeah well um
2: christy had a little fender bender actually somebody plowed into christy from yeah, a parking lot yeah. she was on 105 i've already
1: i've already made mona over at Buckaloo chevrolet um aware uh, that aware that, that, I'm, that i may be buying another car from her
2: we just bought a car from mona last night
1: did you really yes. well, she yeah. bought one a month ago from mona four weeks ago and it <laughs> might just and i might find out that it's totaled today Haven't even made my first payment. Uh,
3: I hope we have more luck with uh, ours than you do. I hope so too. But
1: you know, but I in in this situation especially, you know, all of my airbags deployed, but I walked away from it, so it could have been a whole lot worse. Mm -hmm. That's what they're made for. That's what they're made for. You know, a little banged up, bruised up, but for the most part, it's okay. I
2: love I love her person. She's that was that night, and she called me, and she goes. It was just white. I go, what was white? (laughs) She goes, it was just white pillows all around me. And then there was this powder and I thought, Am I in
1: heaven? Yeah. I, I was like, rest easy, baby. I Don't know that you're going go there of, first. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was kind of a was crazy Was it warm? Experience. Yeah. It <laughs> was warm. <laughs> it was warm, and there were bright lights. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this could go either way. Like, you know, the, the powder swirling. I mean, this is like heavenly, or this is just the smoke billowing up. I wasn't really sure. But luckily, after that came to, and then we got, you know, so much fun.
2: So I it's know. great. But, I know. you know,
1: and it was a great way to kick off my birthday. So that was
2: Yes, happy, happy birthday yeah, to you. Thanks. Yeah, Are we going to tell everybody how old you are? No. Okay.
1: We're Good. just glad that I made it to Sunday so I could see my birthday.
2: There you go. See? There you go.
1: Uh, but, yeah, we've had some great events this past week, more coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously mm-hmm. summer is starting to wrap up and come to an end, mm-hmm. so everybody's starting to get ready for back to school. And <sighs> there's a great back to school uh, Stuff the Bus school supply drive going on that's being hosted by Guarantee Bank, and I know that there's several others going around. So if you're involved or want to be involved in a – uh, helping to gather some su- school supplies for some of our students in need. Make sure you reach out, look on Facebook. They're not hard to find, but definitely get in touch. You can also donate to uh, to Guarantee Bank, and they will make sure it gets to where it needs to be.
2: Yes, and um, there's a uh, there's actually several of them going on, but mm-hmm. that's the only local. One that I know about. There's several going yep. on south.
1: And, of course, we're still working on uh, the Sounds of Texas show coming up on August 24th. Mm-hmm. This time is going to be at Pacific Yard House. It is Jason Boland, Cody Canada, and Mike McClure. Um, called the Yellow House Revisited Tour. And those tickets are on sale. You can go to friendsofconroe.com. Reserve your seats soon because we are starting to see that uptick in traffic.
2: Really? Yes. Okay. People are
1: starting to realize, oh, yeah, it's time. Let's
2: Excellent. get the tickets. Um, so will you be there, Ms. Miller?
4: It sounds like fun. I just might show up. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a
2: good time. It always shocks me because she's so quiet. You know? Say, she sounds so excited when you're asked I, know, I, know. I know. What a ringing endorsement. I know. I know. But the thing is, is that she's so quiet, and then it's always the wildest parties, and Melissa's there, and I think, I would have never guessed. Anyway. But I'm not
4: the one being wild.
2: I know that. I know who's being wild.
4: It's definitely not me.
2: No. no. That would be the guy she's married to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we all know that guy. Anyway, well, Mel, why don't you introduce our guests
2: that are here with us today? I think I will. Um, First of all, we have with us District Clerk um, Melissa Miller. Melissa, welcome. Thank you. And uh, you have everything now in ship shape. You've had several months to get it in shape, you're all ready to go i'm ready okay good
1: she's already going what do you mean ready to go she's going
2: she's moving you moving she's forward been going. you got a program going on oh yeah you gonna tell us about I it i am okay and then we've also got district sorry district i've attorney. been called worse yeah. on, on more, <laughs> ca- more occasions
1: dang Freudian <laughs> yeah. these days.
2: district attorney brett ligon thank you for joining us this morning Absolutely and good. and at noon yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I
3: need to give a shout-out to my wife. It's our 26th anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. That so, is awesome. Because I could not think of a gift. It was why we ended up getting a car from Mona. I thought, oh, mm. man, I can get a car
1: that, and an
2: anniversary that gift. That is
1: like raising the standard for yeah. everyone. Yeah. So it, you yourself, know, your wife, too. Don't yeah, forget. Yeah, your wife <laughs> might be happy, but you're going to pay for it again next, next year. year. Yes, and a, the
2: year after yes. that. There's yes, a price yes. to be
3: paid for waiting to yeah. buy an anniversary gift. No, yeah. Procrastination
2: is not yeah. your friend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, you guys are going to visit with us some about some things that y'all have going on, and um, let me think. There's um, and there's also a couple of events that we want to talk about too coming up. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that as we get to it. But you want to start? You 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 are the you're the mistress um, interviewer. I, mean, I, 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 almost like started, I almost called you, said master ceremonies, is, and I thought that was really awesome.
1: Anyway, Melissa, how's
4: the office going? It is going great,
1: good. So, what, what are your what are your updates? What are the things you've been focusing on since you first took office?
4: Um, we focused really hard on streamlining processes mm-hmm. and making things readily available. Um, one of the things that we did was the e-service for the citations. Mm-hmm. So, when a case is filed, um, a civil or family case. We issue the citation electronically and send it back to the attorney electronically. It expedites things a bit. Yes, much faster. Yeah. They're they're not having to pay someone to come pick it up or walk a couple of blocks to come pick it up. Either it's in their inbox and... Ready, Ready to go. go. Well, for those
1: uh, listeners that aren't fully aware of the duties of your office, what do what does the district clerk's office encompass?
4: Oh, gosh, that's going to take an hour I know, hour right.
1: Okay, <laughs> well, hit the high
4: points. <laughs> we file all of the lawsuits for Montgomery County. So if you have a civil litigation, family, tax, uh, the criminal, we handle all of the felony cases that Mr. Ligon files with us. Mm-hmm. And then juvenile matters are all filed within our office.
1: So y'all stay pretty busy over there. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, yep. Our
4: filings are up 20%. The projection will be we'll file 20% more cases this year than we did last year.
1: Now, is that because DA Ligon has been very busy putting the bad guys in jail?
3: Well, <laughs> so you got to remember, uh, the, probably the best visual that I've been able to come up with is a wagon wheel. Mm-hmm. If you imagine the district attorney's office as the hub of the wheel, all the spokes are law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And whether it's the sheriff's department, which accounts for half of all the filings within the county, then you have DPS and county PD those three agencies file about 80% of all the cases within Montgomery County. So even though we file some proactively, um, internet crimes against children Mm -hmm. for the type of cases that we'd go after, infant fatalities are the ones that we primarily investigate on a first first incident level, the remainder of those are cases that are brought to us by law enforcement agencies. And yes, we have seen an uptick in felony cases. We discussed this with the uh, commissioners a couple of weeks ago. A lot of it's being driven by just the pure population, as, as you'll know. Sure, the growth. Uh, Let me see. 60% of Montgomery County has lived here for less than 10 years. Yes. We continue to wow. grow at an incredible pace of about 22,000 new people a year. And of that, you know, 911 services, police and fire. Uh, there's a, a known amount of people that are going to need police and fire. And unfortunately, oftentimes they become uh, overnight guests at the Montgomery County Jail. Mm-hmm or they have criminal cases. Um, Melissa's office is one of those, and, and I, I could talk about the district clerk's office all day and the great work that she does. One of the things I, I want to point out is most people would not know who Melissa was, right. nor would they know what the district clerk's office was right up until something went wrong. Exactly. Right. Right. And it, it's one of those offices, and I'll use a tortured sports analogy, if you have an offensive lineman, nobody knows who that lineman is other than their mother or their father right. or the loved one, right? Right up until it's the Super Bowl and a guy is offsides. hmm then everybody says, oh, my gosh, who is that guy? <laughs> and then the whole world captures their attention. This happened to us under previous administration with a district clerk that fumbled the ball on a capital murder notice. We had an execution date for a very prominent um, person, a very prominent criminal defendant. Mm-hmm. We were not able to go through the execution process because the person didn't get proper notice. Wow. That's not our responsibility. It's the responsibility of the district clerk's office. Melissa uh, was not the one who was in charge at that time. That's one of the issues that really impressed me. Was not only did she say, "I I recognize this issue. I will address this issue," and the capital murder uh, or the capital litigation we've continued since then. Melissa has been, uh, personally, I don't know if she's doing it personally, but I'm getting (laughs) personal notices as in, "Hey, this has been done. This has been done." So. Uh, You know, for a person who knows the lineman, Mm -hmm. I understand the importance of the work that they do. Absolutely. And it's critical, at least, you know, for the attorneys, it's critical for the general population when they're involved with lawsuits. Mm -hmm. A lot of family law cases, adoptions. All those go through Melissa's office. She would be the hub of all the filings, and the remainder of the community are just the spokes in a little bit different way than we are for criminal charges.
4: Well,
1: and I'm sure that that helps you do a better job, just knowing that 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 process is being taken care of and being able to have your confidence um, in that office and what they're having your back.
3: Absolutely. Leadership starts at the top, Mm -hmm. and one person can make a difference. Part of it's the personality and the attitude that Melissa brings. Right. And when she was not at the district clerk's office and went to the county clerk's office, there's a void and there's a vacuum. So when you can tell when somebody's at the helm, they're at the wheel and they're controlling it and they're coming early and they're staying late and Mm -hmm. they're taking short lunches. And that's frankly what county government needs. We're the part of the government, we're the tip of the sword where people interact with us, right? right? If your garbage doesn't go out, you call your commissioner. If there's a burglar, you call your sheriff. If somebody needs to be prosecuted, you call the DA. When things mess up within filings, You've got the district mm-hmm. clerk there, and she's, she's brought a, uh, a renewed vigor to an office that, frankly, shouldn't be thought about and only gets thought about when things go wrong. Right. And, and luckily, we've had some good months now where nothing's gone wrong, and nobody's, nobody's
2: thinking about her. <laughs> look, look at the All look the on, the on her face. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, um, I, that means a lot to your office, though. It, it does. All of our felony filings would go through
3: them. Mm-hmm. We went 100% electronic within the last 18 months. So, we don't have paper files at the district attorney's office anymore. We were having to take a technological step back when we were dealing with previous administrations, previous issues, in the sense that we were prepared to go electronic. Right. Of course, everything that law enforcement does in the field is either so digital or mm-hmm. electronic. They're doing their offense reports from an MDT, a mobile data right. terminal, right, right. there. I, in I've the got car. one
1: in my purse right now. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, those yeah, MDT,
3: man, they're awesome. I know. They transmit from there all the data, and what you were doing is you were having to then convert that to paper. So you are going from wow oh back to paper. Well, which, okay, which introduces, introduces it, it, more it was human crazy. error. Absolutely, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, you're harvesting all the technology you can right. to increase your efficiencies to keep your productivity high mm-hmm. because we have benchmarks as well. Of course. Um, you know, case disposition is one thing, but paper has to be filed. Mm-hmm. Notices have to be filed. Subpoenas have to be filed. The, the stuff that Melissa um, has done... Has really streamlined it quite a bit, and you know, you'd like to see that digital handshake mm-hmm. between law enforcement, and the district clerks, between uh, the sheriff's department, and now you are getting a fully comprehensive electronic handshake, which is good. And it's well, that uh, it kind for of everybody. sounds nerdy. It no. sounds nerdy, but for those of us who do it for a living, why I don't want to spend ten more minutes uh, walking a a piece of paper, right?
1: To the clerk's office, office
3: mm-hmm. I'd rather have 10 minutes talking to a victim.
1: Sure. Well, and not only that, but it eliminates so many errors, errors that get lost in the, the, in the transmission. It's like playing telephone, you know. Right. Every hand that it touches, you're losing some kind of piece of information. So to be able to streamline that, not only does it expedite things, but it helps you move the process along a whole lot faster. Yes. And so you're seeing this increase in cases that are coming in and all these prosecutions, which obviously means more filings for you which means more opportunity for things to fall through the cracks.
3: For us, if you notice the district clerk's office, it's like going to a baseball game and the umpire sticks his nose in there and you're like, I didn't come to watch the umpire. Mm-hmm. I came to watch the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. Right. And that's what you want. You want a professional who's there to make, to manage the game. Mm-hmm. Because everything that we do on the felony side goes to the district clerk's office. The judgment and sentences, the negotiated plea papers, uh, the documents that the defendants would sign, whether it's for immigration, illegal immigration—I mean, there's—it's a million and one documents, and I don't want to concentrate
1: on, on the that. documents.
3: I want to yeah. concentrate on the victims. Right. The defense attorneys want to concentrate on their clients or on the jurors or mm-hmm. what have you, and so something that should not be a distraction is not a distraction. That's how come you know it's going so well.
2: Right. So you mentioned jurors. Let's talk yes. about juries, Melissa.
4: Well, that is something, actually, Brett and I are going to start working on and launching a campaign to actually get jurors to respond to their summons. We, well, now, um, wait a
2: minute. I get a little piece of paper, and it says, if I don't respond... Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, well, last year, we sent out over 108,000 summons, and mm-hmm. a little over 12,000 people responded and showed up for jury duty. Wow. That's just pitiful. Okay, That's so... sad. Wait. No, I, I have to
1: make a comment here, okay. because... I have been literally dying to serve on a jury since I turned 18, and never once have I been selected, and very rarely do I get a summons. So if you ever need a fill-in, just let me know because I'll come <laughs> up there in a hurry.
2: It doesn't matter if it's her dad or her brother. She can whatever, handle that, too. <laughs> whatever, you know.
1: Um, but why do you think that is? is it, I mean, busy lives, you know, schedules. Is it? Is it because it's coming through, you know, snail mail, which – know is a requirement but you know kind
4: of do you see the issues or can you identify i don't think people really understand the importance of jury Mm -hmm. duty or the weight that they carry and i want to kind of say too that it's just lost its value yeah i mean people don't understand that it's a civic duty and you should hold it very highly because if you don't show up for jury duty Mr. Ligon can't prosecute the case. Mm-hmm. The attorneys on the other side can't defend their clients. They don't get their fair day, their right to the trial of, by the juror, by peers, yeah. by their juror. And it, and it, and a jury of their tongue, peers. Yes, and thank if, you. And if, and
1: if it was you that was up there and trying to get a certain, you know, issue taken care of, you'd want everybody else to show up to serve a jury
4: duty. Yes, I would. Well,
2: and, and it's hard to be tough on crime or handle... I mean, we're not even talking just crime. We're talking about any jury. Yeah. But um, it's tough to have all of those things and people be gung-ho if they don't show up. I mean, right. it's hard for them to be justified being very gung-ho. Is and the not just that,
4: it's the money. I mean, the county pays so much to mail out these summons mm-hmm. and nobody's showing up. And then if we don't have enough jurors show up that day, that's a whole nother day. week that we have to go and re-summons and send out more notices to get people to appear it's, it's a delay of justice is what it is. And it, you're right. It's not just criminal cases. These are civil litigations, family law matters, juvenile cases. Mm-hmm. Even what I send out summons for covers all of the county courts as well. So it could be a probate case. It could be a mental health case. It could be a misdemeanor case that's being tried. I mean, you have various case types out there that they each have a right to trial by jury. And if you don't show up. They don't get there. Yeah, their they're not dream. getting there
2: right. His yeah. First thing. Okay. Well, that's okay. So, what are we going to do about it?
4: Well, we're going to work together and launch a campaign to kind of get that information back out there to the public and mm-hmm. encourage people to show up. And um, one of
3: the things that Melissa and I have talked about is the challenge. Um, and part of it is a challenge to challenge people, remind them, and embark on an education program. I think one thing we all realize is there is a carrot and there's a stick. And the stick is the fine. It's the compulsory attendance into court where a court can hold you in contempt. The problem is that doesn't make a great juror, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. hey, why weren't you there today? And it may be a good excuse, but it's not a valid legal excuse, right? right? And so then you kind of run that conflict and a person saying, look, I, I offered to reset it, but there was no button to click or what have you. I couldn't make it on that day. It didn't make me a bad citizen. And then the stick would be the court fining the person mm-hmm. up to $1,000. Now, that person, you may have gotten him to come to court, doesn't make them any happier right. to be there. So the, the challenge that uh, Melissa and I were talking about is challenging people to let them know kind of in comparison. And I brought some statistics that I, I thought were sobering and interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is, if you compare us to our neighbors in the south, Harris County, right? Mm-hmm. Montgomery County is, is one of the most active uh, jurisdictions in the state of Texas. People are involved, with it's AM radio, mm-hmm. FM radio, parades, The civic duty is still held strong. People respect law enforcement. In Harris County, their show-up rate for jury summons is a third, about 30%. And ours is at
1: what?
3: Ten? About 10%. So let let me go further. So when I say challenge, I want to challenge people. So let me go further. We should have a better participation than Wayne County, Michigan, which is where Detroit is. (laughs) Detroit has a jury show up of about 50%. So they summoned, in 2016, they sent out 62,000 summonses Mm -hmm. and 36,000 responded. We ought to be better than Detroit, people. I don't know how to tell tell anybody out of Detroit, L.A., uh, Oakland. Oakland, uh, all those have about a 50% show up rate. And like I said, even Harris County has a third. I was uh, amazed, and the number came up when Melissa and I were talking about docketing, budget, efficiencies, Mm -hmm. Uh, of the 12,000 jurors that showed up, on the criminal side, we'll probably use about seven or 8,000 of those jurors wow. so, in a year. The vast majority are being d- used in the criminal mm-hmm. side. We'll get a panel of 100, mm-hmm. and if it's a contested matter, um, sometimes you may what's called bust the panel. Mm-hmm. A judge would have to bring over another panel. Mm-hmm. Think about indecency with child sexual assault, where the, the passions are so high that somebody says, I could never give probation yeah. or I could never give the lawful punishment to a guy Mm -hmm. if I found this. Well, you start going through jurors very quick. Or you'll take, and I'll throw a buzzword out there right now, marijuana. Mm -hmm. People feel very strongly on both sides about the issues. You get a panel of 50 people, you may not get enough people that don't have a bias going in on that issue. A lot of people have their minds made up, either they're, nope, it's the devil's weed, and by God, it'll never be. Or it'll be, hey, it's a plant, dude, mellow out, you horse harsh my mellow. Regardless of what their feelings are, they feel strongly about it one way or the other. Right. It, it,
1: you can't be a good juror that way, and so you end up going through jurors uh, at a fast clip. Sure. Well, um, I know we have to take a break, but whenever we come back, I want to talk about some of the facts of jury duty service, about what you're entitled to legally, how you're protected, and why it's such a great responsibility um, to make sure that you're living up to that civic duty. And uh, and I think, you know, anybody that's listening out there, y'all need to pay attention to this because we're going to bring you some important information that uh, that you need to know as a citizen here in Montgomery County. So if you happen to be heading out for lunch, make sure you're tuning in to 104.5 or 106.1 on your FM dial if you're here in Conroe. You can also tune us in at IRLoneStar.com or watch us live on Facebook. This is uh, Toast of the Town with Christy and Mill. We'll be right back. Estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org because every
4: life matters. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class.
0: Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez. President of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5,
4: 106.1.
0: What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Toast to the Town with Christy and Mel, and we are having a great show we have what,
1: was what that are you doing to awesome. our music? He's like scratching over I there. Know,
2: yeah, can he just like I know.
1: <laughs> getting us all jazzy? Uh,
2: we have District Attorney Brett Ligon and District Clerk Melissa Miller with us today, and we are talking about all kinds of things. Right now, we are talking about jury and jury duty and the obligations and how the obligations yeah. not being fulfilled. And you know all that what? Kind of
1: and stuff. I just learned something during the break. So when it, before we left for break, I was you know touching on a conversation that I had the other day about. Um, someone I was talking to, and they said, well, you know, if I miss work for jury duty, I'm going to get fired, which is obviously not true.
4: Not true. There's um, laws that prohibit. Sure,
3: state and federal protections that Mm -hmm. prevent you, military service, uh, service for your employer, those types of deals. And so uh, the law recognizes that you have to perform a certain amount of civil service. And one of those, if you are called as a juror, uh, then those protections are afforded to you. Now, luckily in Montgomery County, we don't have a whole lot of that problem. There was some of that going around with uh, people that were called to their military service mm-hmm. when they were guardsmen and employers were saying, hey, we're going to fire you. Right. And I don't know what the exceptions are, but as a general rule, you can't be fired for attending jury service. With that said, we're also sympathetic to the fact that there are some people who, if they don't work, don't get paid. Mm-hmm. Your are hourly workers. Oftentimes, there's a possibility of resetting dates that are more convenient. And so we do know that it is a hardship What we'd ask is that you come down, explain it to the judge, explain it to the attorneys. And I'm speaking for all my civil uh, brethren, for the probate judges, uh, for the probate judge, for the civil judges, the family law judges. All of us are wanting to work with people. What you can't do is disregard your service when you've been lawfully summoned. Mm -hmm. But you can certainly make a good excuse and a good point. And most people in there, we're all residents here. Everybody lives here, by and large. These attorneys, civil side, criminal side... There's going to be some compassionate relief that's beyond the legal relief uh, as well. Right. Somebody says, look, I'm not getting paid. There's another uh, perfectly good juror. Most people are going to come to a, to an agreement between the parties. Or the judge will may say, uh, y'all understand that's jury number 65. Y'all only need 12. We're never going to get there. I'm right. going to go ahead and excuse them now. Yeah, so,
1: make it easier on everybody. Yeah, it's what I would
3: call compassionate relief. And it goes on quite a bit, oftentimes more so than people think.
1: Right, and of course there are also provisions for people that you know are, are ill or have medical treatments or uh, might otherwise be unable to physically make their presence there.
4: Right.
2: So, so you have to bring back the. Um, I'm going to tell you all how to do this, okay? <laughs> so you have to bring back the the respect that serving your community has, and. I mean, you need a social media campaign, just in case you're wondering.
3: I like where you're going with that. I watched a video yesterday of uh, several New York police officers mm-hmm. getting doused
4: with a bucket Ugh. of water
3: as they were going about their duties and walking down the aisle. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that could never happen in Montgomery County. Uh, you don't have to agree with law enforcement, but everybody has a job to do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, you know, Whether or not you agree with me as, a, as the elected DA, I would hope that people at least come up to me and say, hey, I don't agree with your position here. Um, there is a lack of civility, a lack mm-hmm. of respect, and civil c- your civic duty, as Melissa's pointed out, I think is tied up all in that.
1: Yeah. Okay, so here's something else that I've heard, and this is like something I read on social media that some people don't show up for jury duty because they may have an outstanding warrant or have litigation pending against them, and they're afraid it's just a big trap to get them here.
4: No. <laughs> we, We're we, not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When the summons is mailed out, we have no clue who's been summoned. It's all done co- by computer. It's all um, very secure. So when that summons hits your mailbox, we don't know. Until you come in and show up for jury duty, that's when we know who was summoned. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not running background checks at the clerk's office when you show up. Um, the DA might have a different standpoint <laughs> on that When once you get to the courtroom. But just showing up, no. I'm
2: just thinking if the DA knows you when you get to the courtroom, there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. It doesn't. It doesn't help uh, when they
3: know me. Usually, yeah. that's their way of trying to get out of exactly. jury service. Exactly. Hey, I know the DA, and I'll get a mm-hmm. call later. Do you know this guy? I'm like, man, I think I met him five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, a lot of people do what they can to get out of exactly. it, but at least they show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: well, and that's you know going back to what Mel was saying. You know, I, I think as a as a general kind of um, Observation that so many people have lost that commitment that you know really drove our patriotism, our commitment to community, um, and and so they don't feel obligated to serve their communities in that way.
4: Yeah. Right, and they should feel obligated mm-hmm. because our Absolutely. forefathers, when our country was founded, they wrote it into the United States Constitution, and then once the Republic of Texas was formed. The forefathers of Texas also wrote it into our I'm Constitution. I'm seeing a whole ad campaign, sure y'all. It's coming out. You know, <laughs> this is your civic duty. It is a right. People should have absolutely. a jury of their peers decide if they want how the outcome of their case is. So,
3: people need to hear, and Sheriff Henderson and I share the same feeling, we work for the government, right? But you can't have an unchecked, unfettered power of the government. Absolutely. And the one thing that keeps the citizens in control is the power of the jury. And the power mm-hmm. of the jury comes from the Constitution— as in opposition to the monarchy from from England. So all these rights that we have, your Fourth Amendment rights, your Fifth Amendment rights, those were all direct consequences of the American Revolution, Mm -hmm. saying, look, we're not going to live under a monarchy. You have to answer an indictment. You have to have 12 people who would sit on a grand jury. You can't have an unchecked power of the government without the people that have the opportunity to say, hey, this is too much. This has gone too far, or "This this is not good enough. This is not the community standard. And so here you've got the elected DA, and I'm, I'm telling you, there should be checks and balances mm-hmm. on any authority, and it, it shouldn't be an unblemished authority. If you don't have jurors that show up, then the state doesn't get its day in court, mm-hmm. but the defendant doesn't get their day Absolutely. in court either, at least on the criminal side. On the civil right. side, divorces don't get divorced.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, kids don't get adopted. There's so many things that a jury system, sometimes when people come to loggerheads because of emotions on the family law side or... So you got brothers and sisters all squabbling over an mm-hmm. estate, right? And they love each other, and they're going to get past it, but they can't just figure out where right is right. on that particular day. A jury comes in dispassionately, weighs the facts, and says, "All right, well, here's where the mark is." It, and it's a tool for the community. When you don't have that tool, then oftentimes, what do you have? People take the law into their own hands, right. and that's not what we want either.
1: Well, you know, and I think some people have it backwards that they think that you know, just kind of stepping away for, from it gives them the power, but the power is in the participation. Mm-hmm.
3: That's, that's a, exactly now, right. Boy, you talk about a good ad, uh, Melanie. The power is in the participation.
2: Right. right there. At, at the, and that's actually, I'm saying. a, American flag, a Texas flag. The power is in
3: the participation. Yeah. I, I love you know, it. I ought, ought to be on a bumper sticker.
1: I know. <laughs> we're making history right here. This but, you it, know, yeah. if, you, if you're if you active... Hey, the
3: flag started here. Why can't we start Absolutely. that campaign? Exactly. You yeah. know, exactly. because
1: people that, you know, that regularly vote, that pay attention to what's going on with government, that are, you know... Those are the ones that are, you know, seizing the power that was given to us by the Constitution. Absolutely. So whenever you let go of, of those things, including serving on a jury, you're really giving up your own power and your own ability to affect any kind of change that you might want to see. Thank you, yes. Christy. That was awesome.
3: I, man, I, I love, makes me want to... Where's the flag? Yeah. <laughs> was, here it is. It's I right know. here behind <laughs> me. Like I got a, a text Can we from, get a
2: shot of her in front of the Yes. <laughs>
3: I got a text from one of the judges during the break that wanted to mention specifically... There's scams that go on all the time. Mm-hmm. There was one several months ago, unfortunately, where people using the district attorney's office, mm-hmm. they'll use the sheriff's department. They would say, "Oh, the DA's office has a warrant for your arrest, but if you send us X amount of uh, dollars, right, we won't nice. to get you." Don't that's, send the money. That's that's <laughs> no not the way it works. <laughs> and any, anybody a, that knows you knows that there's yes, no way. <laughs> yes, there is a there's a common one that goes around, and it's uh, sh- uh, reared its ugly head in Montgomery County um, several times throughout any given year. And it's the jury summons scam, and the jury summons scam is we know you didn't go. They don't know that you didn't go, right. but they're just playing the odds yeah. that you didn't go, right? We know you didn't go. The judge has issued a warrant for your arrest. If you send me X amount of dollars, then you will be released, we'll clear your record. The county government is actually very small. Like for example, my office there's 600,000 residents. There's only a hundred people at the whole DA's office. Mm-hmm. Neither my office, how big is your office, Melissa?
4: 62 employees.
3: Nobody from our office or from the Sheriff's Department is calling jurors and (laughs) saying, bring money down here or you're going to be arrested. It doesn't work that way. So if you receive a call from a solicitor and a number you don't recognize, um, no one from county government or from law enforcement is going to contact a prospective juror and say, you didn't come, there's a fine, pay the fine, and you'll get out of the service. That is a straight-up scam Please, please, please be aware of that.
1: And, you know, you can avoid any of those problems if you just show up If for you jury show duty.
3: up, yes, then you can have a clean conscience. <laughs> Power
1: is in the
4: participation, right. I'm we, telling it's you. Like, it's like we, getting uh, summoned
3: down to the principal's office. All right. I didn't do. You know you didn't do anything wrong then. That's
4: right. We do make a concerted effort to put scams on our, our webpage. So if you think you receive something in the mail that you think might be malicious or a phone call, click on our website real quick. We'll note the scam that's popular right now mm-hmm. and... You know, what they're asking you for, and you'll have an idea that it's probably not a legit call. Right. Well, Hang up uh, quick. and that's what's so
1: great, too. So, you know, with technology, you know, we talked about being able to transmit information, which is, you know, vitally important. But also, your web pages also have great information about serving on a jury, yes. and including this new e jury service that you mentioned that you can even utilize if you get a summons and say you're going out of town or you've got something big or a surgery planned or whatever, where you can actually call and a, just what days you are expected to show up.
4: Yes. E-Jury has actually been around. It's not my baby, but um, it's been in effect for probably, gosh, 10 years now. Yeah. Um, so when you get your summons in the mail, you can go online. There's mm-hmm. a web link on the summons. Uh, you go online. If you have a problem with the date that you've been summoned for, I think it gives you four dates to choose from in the future. You can choose a new date, or you can go ahead and impanel yourself online and skip the whole showing up Monday morning at 8 o'clock and go at, in the jury assembly room, and you just go straight to the courtroom. So it saves you a little bit of time mm-hmm. there. Um, but, yeah, it's a great service. I would encourage anyone that gets a jury summons to go online. And but Melissa,
3: register. do people get paid for jury service?
4: Yes, they so do. There is, <laughs> there is money behind There is money behind it. Money talks. If you show up just for showing up the day you are summoned, you get paid ten dollars. That's a trip <laughs> hey, to McDonald's. That's right. Hey, it <laughs> I,
1: is. Actually, that's a few trips for me just yeah, for the
4: record. That's true. Yeah.
1: That's a bento box. <laughs> that's a bento box.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that's a biggie meal at Wendy's. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> or a bottle of tea that's never mind. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> uh if you get selected to serve on a panel, it bumps it up to $40, so you get a steak dinner. Excellent. Yeah. See?
1: And I'm yeah, always down for a come. good ribeye.
3: Hamburger See, steak for the whole family. <laughs> there you
4: go.
1: Um, so this is why I need to be get more summons so that I can have more steak dinners. Yes, yeah, so she can eat out more. I this think. is my plan. <laughs> this is my retirement plan. Sorry. And there are no requirements for jury duty. You don't have to have a special degree. You don't have to have any kind no. of... All you have to do is... Be a
4: good, sound mind and a moral character. And- can't
3: have felony conviction, yep. can't have theft conviction. You have to be over 18, read and write the English language.
4: U.S. citizen, resident of the county. Yeah,
3: so it's, it's, it's a standard um, that is there, and the tools that you need are your good common sense mm-hmm. and a, uh, a derriere that's made for sitting. How about that? There
1: you go. Very nicely put. Um, and I think one of the things, too, that we need to remind everyone is that... Sorry,
2: I got a note from somebody.
1: (laughs) Um, Is that not only is, you know, whenever you're going to a jury, you might be thinking that you're serving, you know, or you might look at it as an inconvenience. But, again, if you're the one who is needing this litigation to move forward, Mm because there's always so much talk about, Oh well, they're not processing cases, or I've been waiting this long, or I've, you know, yeah, they're yeah. never gonna, we're never gonna reconcile Put this situation. in the
4: shoes of the victim, exactly, or the party. You know, if it's a civil litigation, plaintiff mm-hmm. right. and respondent, right. you know, they're waiting too.
1: Yeah, if it was your child that was injured, or if it was your yes. property that was damaged, or if mm-hmm. there was, you know, money that you were wanting to come your way, you sure as heck would want somebody to show up to be yes. on that jury. But not every court case requires a jury either. No,
3: no and you can do what are called bench trials mm-hmm. to where the judge can assess it, um, you know, and most of ours, at least on the criminal side, are disposed of through mm-hmm. negotiated pleas, and so it doesn't require a jury. But it's the juries are um, probably the most indispensable portion of it. The Constitution requires it. People need it, and the community
1: wants it. Right. Well, and it's not like y'all are just rounding people up for the fun of it. I mean, there's there's purpose behind yes. it. You right. know, it's not just hey, everybody, just come take up every parking space here in downtown Conroe. You know, take up all the
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the well, real meaning. There of is <laughs> a really nice jury parking lot right here. A walk from <laughs> I us. Know. Yeah. They
2: get free parking.
1: Free, free parking. parking. Don't even have to pay. Don't have to navigate the streets or anything. You could just park over here in jury parking, and
2: we we need to, to take a break. Okay. Um, and and pay some bills over here. But, you know, other than that, we'll be right back. So y'all stay with us.
1: Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents.
0: A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, A Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. The Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional
3: crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in an environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathoftheplate.tamu.edu.
0: We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive, and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help, and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org. Or call our day center at 936 441 8778.
4: Don't miss Lone
0: Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. This is Rick TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star, from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a 2 for Tuesday or a 3 for whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line 936-647-3776 or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right. You can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, irlonestar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it.
2: Welcome back everybody. This is Mel with as of Christy and Mel. Toast to the town with Christy and Mel. Yeah. And 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 uh, just just so everybody knows, we have crossed the Halfway mark, and Yay. we are in, Officially we have crossed hump day. on
1: on the downward slope towards weekend. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's right. That's right. We're great. excited. Yes, and we have some great guests here with us today. We do. Um, Our district clerk, Miss Melissa Miller, and our district attorney, Mr. Brett Ligon. Um, and we've been talking about a multitude of different uh, subjects, And uh, but it seems like we've gotten all engaged in talking about jury duty and not only the responsibilities of it, but the facts about it, because there right. are so many misnomers that are out there uh but one thing that we can all agree on you know is not only can you get paid for actually you know stepping up to take care of your jury duty but if you don't it also hits you in the pocketbook because it's costing us tax dollars
2: right right absolutely
1: either by you know delaying cases and having to come back and everything else uh but there there are lots of different ways that it can affect you more than just you know you having to miss work for a day
2: right so um We have just a couple of minutes left, and so I want it's time. Gosh, I know
1: who knew jury duty would be so entertaining. I know,
2: (laughs) anyway. We, I know we have,
1: I know. Oh, I'm like, yeah, you never know what
3: kind of right. You could write a book about it. I'm telling you,
1: send it my way. I'll give you my address before you leave. Just kind of like, mark it. Yeah, this girl's gonna come because I would totally show up.
2: (laughs) Anyway, we have a (laughs) couple of events coming up, several that we need to talk about that are. Political events, but one of them is being hosted by one of our guests. Do you have something coming up? Yeah. Uh,
3: I'm in. Uh, yeah, I have a trial coming up first. In my head, I was <laughs> thinking right, which one am I? Which how, one am I talking how does about? How did she know about my trial? <laughs> how did you know about my trial? I didn't. I did. No, I, I was talking about your fundraiser. My fundraiser is September the sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, North County Community Center. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw the protests of the Dolly Madison flag. It just kind of offended me to my core. <laughs> and so I thought, all right, well, I'll go with something real original. Yeah. And uh, so if anybody's received an invitation from me, you'll see it's got the the American Patriot from 1776 flying the Dolly Madison flag. Uh, I'm a first-generation Texan. We're first-generation United States citizens. My mom was born on a kitchen table in Louisiana, but everybody else in my family was born outside of the United States. And I take uh, my, my pledge. To the constitution uh, the texas constitution and my duties of the da series but I, more than that i take my covenant to the community more serious uh, this is the united states i think it's a great country there are problems i think those problems could be addressed uh, through conversations mm-hmm. not through combat uh, and i don't mean military combat. right i know what you're about. i mean the combative uh, defamatory language that people use towards each other whether it's social media or anything else i like people to be engaged even if you disagree with me give me the opportunity to uh to try to change your mind a little bit or i'll listen to you and if you made a good point, and you know if you're only pointing at me with one finger at a time i'll <laughs> usually stand there and listen to
1: it but. depending on which <laughs> finger <laughs>
3: yeah so the, yeah the fundraiser ought to be a good time um, typically it's a party theme mm-hmm. and uh we've, we've had some magic shows and um, this year we're we're going to have some fun stuff we'll have an uncle sam there and uh you know it, it's one of the
2: Americana Americana of yesterday vintage and you, that that's about bringing back that whole apple, respect for absolutely mm-hmm. we'll
3: have uh, hot dogs hamburgers and apple pie uh, Perfect. i don't i don't know if you can get any more american than that mm-hmm. um but I don't want to belabor too much. Melissa's duties at the district clerk's office are more important than my, <laughs> than my fundraiser. Well, but I we, do appreciate we, you giving uh, me that
2: time yes, to talk about Yes, and we uh, we what's the date? September September sixth. Six. Well,
1: okay. and I, I think one thing you know we were talking about getting involved in your community um, is getting out to to meet your elected officials, those that are making those decisions, because that's really where the power of the vote comes in. But get to know your elected officials and your community leaders because um, you want the people that are going to best represent you. Well, you ladies know, y'all go to a lot Mm -hmm. of
3: political
2: events.
1: We've put on one or two. Yes. (laughs) It amazes me,
3: regardless Mm -hmm. if it's people who, uh, you know, you may not always share everybody's viewpoint. Sure. Nobody's going to agree 100% of the time. My wife doesn't agree with me a lot of times. Uh, Sometimes my mom will let me know. uh, (laughs) You know, I'm like, yes, mom, I get it. But... They do show up, mm-hmm. and there's oftentimes many occasions where at political events, there are more elected officials than there are people from Voting the general citizenry. You yep. mm-hmm. think to yourself, oh, my gosh, I don't have to get along with this guy on this particular day, but he's at least here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so all your local leaders, even at the federal level, um, I'm often amazed, and uh, Congressman Brady and I have kind of been up and down at times like anybody else would. Some positions I agree with, some that I don't, but he's there. Right. For a guy who flies back and forth to Washington, if you don't like him, you can at least talk to him in person. Exactly. He is accessible. I'm the same way. Rand's the same mm-hmm. way. Well, Steve and, Toth's the same and way. And contested
1: discussions end up bringing up really great points, and you can help see, see things from a different perspective. They're uncomfortable, but most of the ones that I'm I'm talking about, whether it's commissioners or whatever, they don't run
3: away from it. Mm-hmm. You may not like the answer, right? Um, right. but I've, I've never seen one of them turn tail. Right. Right. Um, And and so I I appreciate that as a citizen in the community. And there's a lot of, like I said, I don't agree with on any given day. I pay taxes here the same way. My property taxes go up just like everybody else's. And so there's things you don't always agree on, but they don't run from it.
2: Yeah. So um, can we come sit down and watch you, Melissa, so we can find things we disagree with? (laughs) Just sit in your office. And oh, you have to
4: come sit in mine. Actually, to find things to, to actually, see what I was
1: want. thinking we need to we need to go and, and kind of do an expose on everything that they have to go through, Ooh. just to take care Ooh. of business. Because I, you know, everybody sees you know Mr. Ligon over here mm-hmm. prosecuting cases and you know, okay. uh, but they don't all get to see what, what you do you behind do. the scenes and how important that right. is. And not only that, but it takes a lot of work to go through a campaign and become an elected official. So, and a lot of people don't realize that, all the work yes, that it takes it to get does. there. Yes, it does. So, you know, <laughs> yes. but to, to show people, you know, what you do, how important it is right. um, to respect what your office does, uh, because I've seen people kind of act a fool in your office. Um, but, but not only that, to have some decorum, but also um, on the reciprocal side, when you send that piece of paper, that obligation to them that they mm-hmm. respect that as well.
4: Yes. So I what agree. would be your
1: biggest message to anyone that's listening right now in general?
4: Show up for jury duty. Show up please. for jury <laughs> <laughs> We need you. <laughs> yes.
1: And DA Ligon?
3: I would agree with Melissa. Uh, I'm a man of few words. As, uh, <laughs> <Melissa>. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. You know, yes. That's yes. I, I always agree with Brad. Right? <laughs> I've, I've used most of them today. I was like, Melissa, this is yours. Uh, but um, I, I agree with Melissa. And, uh, I think that jury service is one of the most important things you can do as a citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we don't get called to fight overseas. Other times the battles you fight are right here on your streets in sure. Montgomery County. This is your way of doing your civic duty, and it's greatly appreciated.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so mind your mind your mailboxes. Yes. And if you get a summons, make sure you're paying attention to it. At least follow through and follow the directions. It's really not hard.
2: No, it's not. And, I mean, and showing up and you get isn't to hard. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And your bright, smiling faces. Always ready to serve the community. Thanks, guys, so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. you for serving right. our community so well. We appreciate you. Um, make sure you. if uh, if you have any questions, go to the MCTX website. You can get all the information about both their offices, how to contact them, get to know your elected officials. The power is in your participation. That oh, my like, gosh. We're going to have a
3: slogan.
2: Yeah, seriously, say, I'm going to use it. it. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Well, well, then we may end up in Melissa's office talking about some litigation on that. <laughs> we'll see you next Wednesday for test the Town with Christy and Mel. Y'all make it a great week.
0: Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about the show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.